Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the latest happenings in the manga and anime world. I'm your host, Kevin, and on today's episode, I will be reviewing the first chapter of Shonen Jump's newest manga series titled Cypher Academy by, Ni- by Nisi Osin and by Yuji Awasaki. Now, before I get into the review for Cypher Academy's first chapter, let me get into some quick housekeeping to get that out of the way. As always, you could follow the work that Rock and I do on the manga and anime industries at ConcRevolution.com. There, you could also find a library of episodes for the manga revolution podcast that include the review for the first chapter of the ichinose family's deadly sins that debuted last week you can also follow the concrete revolution on twitter at cb revolution and the manga revolution podcast on twitter at the manga podcast and you can also follow me on twitter tiktok and hive at the kevin linus and on instagram at kevin l007 as mentioned before on this week's episode i will be reviewing the latest manga series that has debuted in shonen jump titled cypher academy for those who may not know cypher academy is written by Nisi Osin and, and artwork by Yuji Iwasaki. Nisi Osin is a, a creator who has been in the industry for over two decades having worked on various light novels, manga, and, and anime with probably their best known work being the light novel called Monogatari and the manga Medaka Box among many others and so like I said he has over two decades of experience and part of that experience has included a couple one shots that um, he's worked with uh, Yuji Iwasaki before working on Cypher Academy so both Iwasaki and Nisi Osin are coming into this series having had a history of working together now that brings us to Cypher Academy where we open up with learning that Japan took inspiration from the United States during World War II of when the United States created their own cryptanalysis unit for the military to use and they decided to establish a new school known as Cypher Academy to prepare the country for the next Great War, which we learn is going to be World War Four. So looks like World War Three already has happened in this world at the very least. Now, during this opening, we also learned that for the most part, these uh, cryptanalysis schools that Japan has created has followed the United States and only accepting girls in the schools until most recently, which is where we open up this newest school year for Cypher Academy, where a boy by the name of Iroha, Iroha Zaka enrolls in Cypher Academy as one of the few boys in the school it looks like there's one boy in every single classroom and right away we see that iroha is given a self-introduction crossword code along with the other students come up with answers for their own self-introductions he really struggles with it and it seems like the other students they are getting it but they are still taking their time to do it the only student that is able to complete it before the class is over her is her name is kiora toshu sai and as soon as she turns it in she also lets the entire class know that she is there to kick everyone's ass to make sure that the country is put into shape. Iroha can't really take in everything that Kyoto said because he is completely focused on solving the crossword puzzle that he was given in class that he continues to struggle so he goes to the library. There he runs into a student named Koge Horotogatoge who is running away from Kyoto because Kyoto is trying to recruit her into her, her group as a subordinate. So Iroha agrees to hide her and is able to convince Kyoto very badly but is still able to convince Kyoto that uh, he doesn't know who Koge is or who um, where they're hiding and after that after Kyoto and her group leave Koge thanks uh, Iroha and gives them a special glasses and once Koge leaves Iroha puts on the glasses and realizes these are smart glasses and that actually does help him solve the, the entire self-introduction crossword puzzle now while this allows Iroha to pass the self-introduction crossword puzzle this does get Kyoto's attention who saw how 
Iroha was struggling before and corners Iroha into the roof of the school along with her two subordinates Yukako and Tayu and just basically just calls out Iroha saying I don't believe that you were able to do it you were able to get some help and I believe that Koga was the one that helped you out but Iroha is able to cover up saying no I solved this by myself I, I can solve all these codes no matter what you give me and Kyori takes that up and says hey you know what here's the special code i want you to solve this and i want you to do it in front of me this completely freaks out iroha because they know that they're going to get caught in the lie but they still go through with it initially they really struggle with the deciphering the code that kyora gives them but then iroha decides to put on the smart glasses that Kobe gave them earlier and once they put on the smart glasses they are able to figure out the kanji at the very least in terms of uh knowing what the clues are and through the kanji that they are able to pick up that are the actual codes iroha is able to figure out that the code that they gave them is all pointing towards the answer to the code that he was given to be his own name. This really does impress Kyoto, who says, all right, you know what? I'm going to leave you alone for now. Walks away with her two friends. But before they can leave the area, Koge actually starts talking th through the glasses and says, hey, one of the things that we said if uh, Iroha wasn't able to do it is that he would become your manservant. But then since Iroha did solve the puzzle, that means that Kyoto you are her his ma maid servant for the next three years and koge was able to do this and make it sound like iroha and this causes kyori to say you know what you're right iroha i will become your maid servant for now and but since you don't have any orders for me right now i'm going to walk away and as all this is happening koge from their secret lab is watching all this and says you know what iroha has some sort of special ability was able to use the smart glasses better than anybody which i see as my war material and so i'm going to use iroha for my own means which includes getting 50 million dollars from the cryptocurrency um that's within cypher academy and that's where we end the chapter now when it comes to the concept of cypher academy nisi os isin and iwasaki i gotta give them credit for getting over the concept because really the concept behind it of japan creating this crypto analysis school is very much rooted in real world uh politics and in general what we're seeing going on right now in the real world so i do like this idea of Japan creating a school dedicated towards that of not just grooming the next generation to be prepared for that type of world, but also preparing for that next great war, which we learn again that a World War Three already has happened in this world. So there is going to be a World War Four, and it does look like World War Four is going to involve cryptanalysis super hard so that's why they need to train the next generation to be prepared for that because it's not going to just be about frontline battles it's going to be also the battles that are going to be fought with computers with paper and all this stuff of analyzing messages and and other things like that so again the real world concept of this is actually really cool i do like that that that's where this sto story is starting from but once we get beyond the concept of cypher academy that's where a lot of the issues come up because in reality while the concept is cool, that doesn't mean the characters are. Only character, honestly, in this first chapter that is compelling is Kyoto, as who is the main antagonist, at least of this first chapter. I'm not sure it's going to be the same for the rest of the series. It does seem like Kyoto is set up to be at least an antagonist for the for opening story arc that we're going to have for Cypher Academy. And I do like that just because, again, you're creating this supporting character that is antagonistic to our main character. She is very intelligent. She comes off as a cool, cold character that is just going to get the job done. She does have a mission statement right away. She makes that clear where she is sees that Japan students are, have been incredibly weak and they're not um prepared for the next coming great war and one of her missions with attending cypher academy is to kick everyone's ass and make sure that everyone 
is in shape to be ready for that. So again, there's a lot of cool ideas with uh, Kyoto and her motivation is very clear. I cannot say the same thing for Iroha because when it comes to Iroha, Iroha actually kind of reminds me of skinny Steve Rogers from the from the comic books and the Captain America movie, First Avenger, where he is a very scrawny young kid who is over in his head. Seems like he wants to do good by his country and things like that. But that is all things that are implied when it comes to Iroha. You don't really see the main motivation for the character. You don't. All we really get is the nervous, puny character for the majority of this chapter. You don't even see how Iroha ended up at this school. It almost feels like Iroha ended up in the school by a mistake because it takes the special glasses that he is given to actually do anything in this chapter. Because before he gets those special glasses, it seems like he's over his head. He can't even put one answer on the self-introductory crossword. It is completely blank until he gets the special glasses. So we don't even know if he had a special ability for almost 75% of this chapter. And that is not a great way to position your character. Because I get you want to do something like kind of with Naruto where it's this talentless guy that at least everyone sees as talentless. But you got to at least show that there is some hidden talent there. And not wait until the very end to show that talent because the re for 75% of this chapter, we are given a character that is almost comes across as unmotivated to be better. And that really creates a problem for Iroha's character development because the smart glasses that he is given is positioned as the only way that he's able to show any sort of talent. And it comes across as the smart glasses are the ones that give him him the answers for everything and it's not until we get that second code that which is again the back half of the chapter and like really like the last 25 percent um and we don't see Iroha's talent until then but by then it is really too late because you implant this idea that Iroha can't do anything without the smart glasses so it is really all the smart glasses that are doing the job and really we don't learn that Iroha has some special talent until Koge says Iroha is able to tap into smart glasses like no one else can so he has some sort of special ability it's not until the very last page that you get that idea because up to then you are left with the thinking of it is all the smart glasses that are doing everything Iroha has some problem solving is able to solve some riddles but really he doesn't belong at the school whatsoever which is unfortunate because I could tell that Neo Osin and Iwasaki put a lot of time and effort into creating this code and everything to make the character seem smart but the main character just isn't helping them with the way that they develop Iroha is just not making the world the concepts behind everything compelling because the character is just not well developed at all in this first chapter and and when your main character is not well developed no matter how much time and effort you put into the code breaking and turn into how the other supporting characters are portrayed it's not going to work because your main character is just a failure in terms of the way that they're portrayed and it's just really too bad because i could tell from the way that they develop kogoe and kyori there's really cool things uh, to um like about this but just iroha as a main character just does not end up working out and and it's all choices made by the story in this opening chapter and it's really just unfortunate because while I would like to get into this series I just can't and I don't see a long-term future for this series which I really hope that I'm wrong because this is a in terms of the concept we don't have anything like this on Shonen Jump and I would like something like this to be a long-running series and maybe I will be wrong that this will be a long-running series but I just don't see that at the moment there's really going to be a lot of work ahead of Neo Osin and Iwasaki for to make 
Iroha and just the world in general compelling because of this bad start. So I really do hope that it ends up working out for them, but I just don't see it at the moment. Now that's where I'll be ending this episode of the Manga Revolution podcast. As I mentioned at the beginning, you could follow the work Rock and I do over at ConquerRevolution.com where you, the library of Manga Revolution podcast episodes is housed and we also have a bunch of reviews and commentaries features on the concrete and manga industry so you could go check it out at concretrevolution.com but other than that i hope everyone has a good rest of your day 